why you're over here traumatizing your child. Yeah. Because you don't know how to communicate effectively with other people and things going on in your life. Welcome back to the Cousin Collective. I am your girl, Monet. And I am Capri. And we are so glad to have you back with us again for another episode. Yes, we have some back. very juicy stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Some real talk. Yep. Real talk. <clears throat> but before we get into it, um, Capri, anything new going on in your life since we last connected? No, I'm just sitting here with my struggle glasses. <laughs> Not no. struggling. We can't tell there's a struggle. They're struggling. These are um, these are some glasses from. I probably had these glasses for at least since 2015, and <laughs> I broke my glasses in the spring, and now I'm waiting on them to you know get a new pair in, and I'm just like, whatever happened to just going to the eye doctor. And they have in the lab. And so I don't, I didn't think about that when I chose this doctor's office, um, mm-hmm. this eye doctor, that y'all don't have a, y'all don't do stuff in-house. So I can't, you know, get it the same day or the next day. So, yeah. 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 So yeah. if y'all see me doing this right here, this is an old prescription. <laughs> but, well, I can't say nothing because I don't even wear mine, so. <laughs> Girl, I wouldn't be able to see nothing without them. I mean, nothing. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm gonna sit beside them and I'm gonna try to see what I can do. I was like, well, at least I don't have to do too much reading since we're just mm-hmm. talking. <laughs> yep. What you been up to? <laughs> nothing really. Just girl, same old, same old. And mm-hmm. nothing really changing week to week for me because right. right. Um, just ready for some warm weather. Yeah. Well, you are up there. What? You're up there. So. Yeah, this this winter has been, I mean, they say it's not normally like this here, okay. but it's just been, if it's not snow, it's rain. If it's not rain, it's just cloudy and cold. Oh. And it's not even sunny and cold. Okay, okay. I just want okay. some sun in my life. Girl, you need to come, come on down here. Today. We got some fun today. Okay, I'm going to say we got some fun today, child. Yeah, it's very rare. We got some sun today. Mm-hmm. So before we get into the juicy stuff, I know you had something for us. So I don't know what I was. I think we posted this on Facebook. Um, we did. Um, I was. I don't know. I can't remember if I was watching something. I think I was watching something on TV. No, I was definitely watching something. Was it Doctor Phil? Anyway. Um, this woman, the a mother, she's um diagnosed, I believe, with cancer. And her dying wish was to have her daughter be with a man that you know, just know that her daughter was with someone and was happy, you know, before you know she passed. Okay, you know, you know, you kind of that's that's I think that's every mother's you know wish to you know make sure their children are happy. Mm-hmm. Um so the thing was was that she partnered with some dating app to get a billboard made with her daughter's face on it asking for men to contact them to date her and I'm like that's too much when is enough enough that's giving me human trafficking vibes. <laughs> you trafficking your daughter. I mean, that's what it feels like. You, you're an advertisement out. Pimping. Like, I mean, again, I I get her. I get the the concept. I get, you know, you know, it's from the heart. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so she meets somebody and she's happy before you pass. That doesn't guarantee that, that that's gonna last. Yeah. So just make sure your daughter is happy and she's at peace. And why don't you take that time to spend with her, you know, until, you know, that time comes. But I'm just like, and so I think that uh, interviewer asked the daughter that she felt, maybe I was on, maybe it was the the Today Show. It was something on TV because I was literally watching it. 
Um, and so they asked the, the daughter, basically, uh-huh. did she feel like the mom was, you know, doing too much? And she did. But, you know, of course, what is she going to say? You know, her mom's dying. So she kind of just let yeah. her do whatever. But it took me back to like, I mean, that people, I mean, I guess she did. At least she's doing it in America, I guess, because people still be doing those arranged marriages. Right. People still be selling their they, they daughters to the highest bidder in different countries. That's and my sad. thing is, what if your daughter doesn't want to be married? Right. What if she don't? Some people are okay with being by themselves for right. a lifetime. I think we so much focus on people in general, focus on relationship and stop and don't realize the most important thing is, I mean, cause I don't know, but mm-hmm. is, is, is she going to be happy after you leave like financially? Right. Is she going to have a financial burden after you leave? Is that in place? That's more important than her daughter being with a man. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. So, but yeah, that's interesting. I kind of, I mean, I know, like I said, like you said, it's a, it was her dying wish, but I would be side eyeing my parent, like, come on now. Mind your business. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind your business. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's taking too much. Yeah. But I was like, well, you know, if that's what the daughter wants, and I mean, not with her mother meddling, but if she does want to be with somebody, I wish her well. But I'm just like, and then you got to also think about what is that man going to think? Like, what do the what do men think when they see that billboard? Or what did they think when they saw that billboard? Like, even if it was someone that you would approach, the actual approach is off and not, you know, it's out of, you know, the norm. So are you helping her for real by doing yeah, this? Right. Because I think it says, I think it addresses her, address her, the mother on the billboard. Like mm. it indicated that it was her daughter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, girl. It might not even be genuine connection. That part. You know? Mm-mm. But I, like you said, I wish her well. Yeah, I wish her well. That's odd. But I thought that was a bit too much. Cousins, what do y'all think? I mean, we know about blind dates and the hookups, but what about <laughs> the billboards? Partner, I mean, she <laughs> partnered with a whole dating app. Oh, in Times Square. So this ain't just on the side of a road in Wayne County or on 70 where, you know, moderate amount of people. This was in Times Square, New York City. Yeah. Everybody saw that. Everybody. 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 Oh, you're the girl on the billboard. <laughs> she ain't going to live that down for a long time. I'm surprised she didn't go viral or become famous. Well, I don't know if she has. I know she definitely was on a national network. New, uh, again, I can't remember if it was a segment on maybe the Today Show, but I feel like it was Dr. Phil, but I can't remember. It was one of those shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, child, child, that's how we getting dates. <laughs> I know. Anyway, moving along. So, yeah, over into the juicy stuff. So, um. We are touching on generational curses, parenting, childhood, those type of things now. So toxic parenting. All All of it. All of it. it. So I came across a post that one of my friends on Facebook shared that someone else posted. And I'm going to read it and then we can talk about it. So the post says, I'm sorry. But this older generation can't tell me, sugar, honey, iced tea, about parenting. Y'all are the same ones that left all the kids in the house and let the oldest one babysit. And the oldest one was probably 10. Y'all the same ones that think beating the F out of your kids will solve behavioral problems and then tell them 
you love them and wonder why some of them grow up with issues or why some of them think abuse by the by their significant other means love you're the same ones same generation that dehumanized their kids they when they were actually uh, when they were allowed to weren't allowed to speak excuse me their mind because y'all deemed it disrespectful and resulted in beating them the same generation that always want to say the bible said honor your mother and father but skip over the verse that god said don't provoke your children to anger this that same generation that would belittle their children and spread their business through the whole family, but won't air out the family pedophile. Mm. Their only solution is beat your kids. Y'all know talking is a thing, right? Communication does work. Y'all want y'all's kids to fear y'all. And that sugar honey iced tea will always be weird to me. Agreed. So my mindset when I read that automatically went to parenting used to be a slave. Well, still still to this day, but not as popular, but kind of like a slave and master mentality. Mm -hmm. Explain that to the people. Um, Do as do as I say. Uh, No questions asked. Um, No real relationship. Mm-hmm. More so, I'm just a, I'm just the authoritative person, and you're beneath me, and mm-hmm. that's it. Like there was a lack of connection, a lack of relationship. But for me, and I can only speak for myself, I understand where it comes from. Mm-hmm. It's learned behavior. Well, that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. It's learned behavior. Period. Period. Yeah. And I think we see a lack of, or, you know, less of it now because we have more exposure, social media. um, And this new generation. Yes. Back then, our parents didn't have that same exposure. So they literally only knew what they were taught Mm -hmm. passed down. Mm -hmm. We have other influences. Mm -hmm. So I get where she's coming from. I get Mm -hmm. her feelings. I felt it. Mm -hmm. But... I personally understand where it comes from. So I I can give grace. Right. From my standpoint. Right. I can give it grace to nobody. No, I'm just saying. No, I understand. <laughs> you are silly. <laughs> no, but I yeah, I get it. You know, that's like say they you know better, you do better, but mm-hmm. when you don't know, you just don't know. Right. And that's how they were taught. It, like Celie said, the color purple, beetle. Like that's that was the go-to disciplinary action for everything. Yeah, getting a whooping. Um, for most, I didn't get a lot of whoopings. Um, I was not a bad child either. Well, I don't even know what you want to call bad. Right. Because a problem. I don't even want to see. I am a different, even myself, I think differently now. Mm-hmm. I think differently from, even though I understand it, I think differently from even when I raised my children to even now that they're grown. All right. Like I have a different out. So I have kind of like two different outlooks on it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not outlooks i've changed my perspective and my thought process on every on a lot of stuff since mm-hmm. having my own children and now you know them being adults and then you know having a grandson or whatever now so i would definitely say that as a parent i totally fought hard because it's hard to say this is how you want to raise your child when you have so much instilled in you from how you grew up all of that Mm -hmm. learned behavior right so learned behavior is very hard to turn around did I spank Mm -hmm. my children yes I ground my children yes I didn't spank them for everything I am a I am a believer that you know you have to pick your battles right yeah 
So definitely pick your battles when it comes to your children. Cause they 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 gonna they're children, right? Right. Um I do know that a lot of people from when, you know, our parents, their parents, they believed in the whole, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Uh-huh. The only thing about that is I feel like people use the Bible as a reference when it benefits them. And they ain't really, mm-hmm. you ain't reading the Bible like that. You ain't practicing right. anything else. So don't pull. That's my own. That's the only time I have an issue with people when they try to throw a Bible verse at me. Do not use that for convenience to justify your thoughts or to mm-hmm. justify your actions when you're not attempting to practice any of it on any given day. Yeah. Um. When it comes to spanking, for real, mm-hmm. for real, mm-hmm. like from my experience, I didn't get a whole lot of spankings. Mm-hmm. I mean, but there were, you know, because, okay, we're going to keep it real. Back then, it, it won't nothing for a parent to be right in the mouth, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I had a little smart mouth. But, you know, those kind of things. So I wasn't yeah. always spanking, but there were physical uh, punishments. Mm-hmm. So, Honestly, though, I think that a lot of times back then, and still some now, most of the time it's out of frustration. It's not even out of correction. Right. That's and that's the part that we don't we didn't. I mean, even myself, I know I have popped my sons out of frustration out of. okay, I done told you and I told you and. I'm not, I'm telling you not to do something, but I'm still not. That's not to tell some a child to not do something is not correcting them. It's just right. telling them to stop. And so from from where I from my standpoint, looking back, is like, okay, I've told you three times to stop. And when I again it goes back to what I say goes. And yeah. instead of just sometimes if you explain it to them, like nowadays, I can talk to children. You know, I just be I'll be around any random child. But if mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so why do you if you do this, this is what's gonna happen? And they're like, oh. And it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it clicks. Yeah. It clicks versus just, I done told you three times and they try to figure out, well, why you keep telling me this? Stuff? I want right. to know what's going to happen. It's out of right. the stuff. A lot of the stuff they do is out of curiosity. But so, that in turn frustrates us because mm-hmm. we don't want them to do things. But even though we know why, sometimes if somebody's going to be like, I know there's going to be people out there. Well, I'm not explaining all that to my child. Well, you should. I don't care what you say. And I'm going to say that I should have to done more explaining. I did not do, I didn't explain a lot. Um, but I did allow my children to, I did talk to them. Like I didn't, I wasn't one of those parents that be like, now nah, I'm going to get you and just be, and spank you for no, you know, not going to say no reason, but they knew why. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about how you can avoid this. Now, if they didn't avoid it the next time, then that's on them. Yeah. You know, how you could address this differently. But yeah, it's 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 a lot of ignorance basically. Just right, because knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And again, right, they come out of the womb zero knowledge. Mm-hmm. And we I mean, yeah, they're a blank canvas. Right. So we expect them to just understand just Everything. because you said don't do or mm-hmm. you do. But knowledge is power and it's the communication piece. It's the lack of the communication and a lack of patience. And I think a lack of understanding, like truly what your role is as a parent. Like I'm one of them people I tell like my, my bonus mom, me and her have a conversation. I'm like, God gave me these kids. Like he literally gave them to me. And she's like, I don't hear many people say it like that, but that's how I look at me as being their parent. It's not, they just my kids and they just get to do whatever I tell them to do. Kind of like, no, their property, like they slave. Right. Mm. God gave me them, they're his, mm. and he's allowing me to groom them to become adult. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so that's how I try to look at it. And that's where the, I think that's where the disconnect is, is that people look at their children as their property. Mm-hmm. 
You my child, yes. Mm-hmm. You are, but there you again you do have a, a you know the whole thing i've heard this so many times and i know i've said it so many times but it's so ignorant the whole i brought you in this world and i'll take you out is stupid um it's funny it's funny but it's stupid but not even that the whole all i'm required to do is yeah. put a roof over your head no it's, and it's always put a roof over your head, a food on your table, closing your back. No, you are required to raise this person to be a productive citizen in this world, like to be to have a balance mentally and, and yeah. emotionally. Like that is your job. We we always just stop at that. Like and then everything else is a fringe benefit. Literally, I have said that to my kids. The dumbest shit ever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, still teaching. I mean, I still knew that I had to <laughs> instill them and, you know, be a, a, you know, model, you know, good behavior, certain behaviors around them and, you know, correct them and teach them. But I would just say stupid stuff. Yeah. And it's like, just because that's what I heard growing up, you know, yeah. or that was just what it was the black community type thing, the black, you know, the black mom, because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on on social media about black moms, and they low key sometimes make you laugh, but be, because but it's true. Yeah. But a lot of that stuff is just okay, cringe worthy because mm-hmm. it's like I really did this or I really lived this. And I'm not saying that other factors don't play into it, like outside factors. Like I I don't know what it's like to be a single mom. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the frustrations that come with being a single mom. But again, like I said, some of the discipline that happens is because of frustration. I'm going to say that it is a lot because you are the only person making all of the decisions, having to deal with everything, right? Mm -hmm. You have to always be on right Mm -hmm. and you don't have anyone else to dump that on even just even venting you know what i'm saying like you don't have that person that can really understand right or someone that's there that can take the weight off of you right yeah so but the other part of that is one thing about myself was i prided myself in not taking out my frustrations on my children because even if you are frustrated it ain't usually about your child right it's about like you say the outside factors mm-hmm. it's about work it's about other relationships it's about whatever whatever and your child becomes the scapegoat right yep. so and it's easy to dump that it's easy for you to snap at your child when you and your man or your woman have gotten into it, gotten into it, and you don't have the balls or the courage to address them, you're gonna take that shit out on your child. That's yeah. fucked up. I know it's probably gonna get flagged, but I don't care. <laughs> That's right there. <laughs> because that is the only way that I can describe yeah. how I feel about that. I to this day cannot stand it when people do that to people in general let alone a child figure out what's wrong with you and address it with that person don't come to me don't go to your child and dumping that out out of anger with them that's not cool that is called misplaced frustration go place it where the heck it belongs right so now so then when they go to school you telling me that part too <laughs> and then you get called from the teacher because they up there modeling your behavior then you mad mad i don't know or why they're acting right. like this i don't teach them this at home but in fact you do mm-hmm. or when you grow up you know <clears throat> you telling your child i love you i'm doing this because i look her i've heard that i'm doing this out of love for you and again like i said i give grace because i understand that they my parents really thought that was the right thing to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but 
I could have turned into a person that that felt like, what if I would have got with a man that was abusive? Mm-hmm. And I would have been like, well, that's that's normal. Love. That's love. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of love. people, that's that's that cycle. That's why a lot of yeah. people, women end up in abusive relationships. Men too. You know, men are in abusive mm-hmm. relationships too. Yeah. Um, they think, you know, you see men. I I see so many men who tolerate. I've seen this in my throughout my entire life, and that bothers me too. Who tolerate good good men, like really, like really good men who are good fathers, and they demonstrate. You know, I'm not saying perfect, but the woman will just go in on him. I mean, in public and everything. Like you, I know if you do it in public, I know yeah. that you're you doing it at home, at tearing them up at the house. And they stay. Yeah. Because that's what's normal to them. Yeah. And don't don't get me wrong, this ain't even just for me, this is not even just physical. Mm-hmm. This also goes into how you talk to your children. Like exactly. Like cussing at them, yelling at them. Because I used to yell at my kids. Mm-hmm. I try so hard now to not yell at them anymore. You know, and we've had conversations in the past, like, be mindful of the conversations that you're having with your kids before they walk out that door and go to school every day. I think about that, even though they may get on my nerves in the morning or they've done something that I know they know better. I still try to leave that last communication as encouragement. Right. Or something nice and, and smooth to let them still have a good day at school. Because they don't, they're still learning how to navigate their feelings and their emotions. So they don't, yeah. they'll go to school and act out. And I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of it being, it wasn't a whole, you know, a lot of times, but, you know, because we were pretty, my kids are pretty good about getting up in the morning, doing what they're supposed to do. And let's get it going so we get out the door. But there's some times where there's some attitudes popped off and I'm popping off and it's just a domino effect. And now I done sent you to school and I'm on my way to work and I'm feeling bad because all I can think about is I could have done better as a parent, as the adult, I should have done better. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. I totally like be telling people like, this is from experience, man, whether it was what I actually experienced myself or what I've actually done, you know, done myself with my own children. And it's just like, when you, when you're standing over a child and you're yelling at them, you don't see the, the breakdown is going on in their face. This is what you're doing to them. That's exactly what you're doing to them. Yep. So you wonder why we got a whole bunch of grown people <laughs> who don't have confidence, who won't speak up for themselves. Suicidal. Suicidal. Homicidal. With anything that anybody does to them. Mm-hmm. Depressed like yeah. a mother. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I appreciate this generation. Girl, they out here. They out here. And I I've and I've seen people counter respond to them like you know y'all ain't getting ready to be making you know black mothers you know look this way and look that way and it's not about black just black mothers about parents and period people who have other of other ethnicity well you know yeah of other ethnicities go through the same thing this is about being a human (laughs) you know like another thing that annoys me is um When baby mamas, I ain't even gonna say baby mamas, when mothers, because I see it more often with women, use their child as leverage. Yeah. For those of you who do not understand what I mean, example. Oh, they understand. They know. But but for them, they don't. But just in case, for the people in the back. Right. People in the back. Here we go. Um, when you have a child with this baby daddy or husband, ex, whatever, I'm, we're going to say, I'm going to say ex, or I'm going to say ex, because I see this a lot with the exes. And you want to control that man as it relates to your relationship with him. 
You use your child as a pawn to do, get him to do what you want him to do. Now, sometimes it don't work. But that is the most self-centered, selfish, childish, manipulative mess. Disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to be with me? Or you going to go be with her? Well, you ain't going to see your child? Or I'm going to do that? I actually saw a video on TikTok where I don't know all of the details. All I know is what I saw, right? Um, I tried to dig to see if I could find like an original video to get some history on it. But we're just going to take it as what it was. It showed a mother cutting, um, a, li a little girl couldn't have been no more than five or six. Um, girl cutting the braids out. Cutting the braids out of the hair. Girl. Girl, I was fighting the air. She like, cut the braids you know, out of that baby hair. You doing more to the little girl than you are to him? You are, did you see the little girl's face? Because girl. the daddy brought her, and I'm like, I'm reading the comments because a lot of times people who know the people in the video will tell the story or direct you. And so my thing is, was somebody somebody did make, I thought the same thing, but somebody did bring it up. Was she mad because another woman did it? Because, I mean, obviously he didn't do it, right? Right. Come on. I know. So you're going to sit there and cut that baby's braids out of her hair. She's sitting there screaming and hollering, crying, traumatized. Because you can't get him to, you, you try to control him. That is ignorant. Is <laughs> there you go. Right. That burns me up when I see people do stuff like that. When I see women do stuff like that, I, that burns me up. That is like disgusting. It's just disgusting to use your child to get to try to control somebody else. Yeah. And then when your child grows up to resent you, then you and your feelings. Because they see it. Mm -hmm. The kids feel it. They see it. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to say nothing when they're children, but best believe when they get older, they're going to remember those things and mm -hmm. it's going to affect their lives. When you wonder why your child is distant from you, you know, we used to be close, but your behaviors can make the children are, they love unconditionally, but even they have a limit when they get, especially when they get to a certain age, you're like, damn, they don't, they're, they're scared to, it comes out in fear, right? It comes out in being scared to talk to you about things, not wanting to be around you, you know, withdrawing and going into, you know, being in there. Like that stuff is, and, and then on the other hand, it may not always be so traumatic on the front end, but it's just anything that you do, any action that you take when it comes to your child to try to control that man, whether it's super dramatic or not, it's just not cool. It's not cool at all. Yeah. It's not cool. And I get the whole single mother thing. I was a single mom. I get it. It's it's a, I mean, parenting itself, right, is exhausting. It's rewarding, but it's exhausting because you have to be on all the time. You have to be mindful of what you do and what you say. You have to do so much. And you have yeah. to be consistent with things. That is the part that's super draining. And I think when people don't want to be consistent, that's when they fall into stuff like that. When they yeah. when they don't realize, okay, I need instead of you being instead of you being more consistent, you are getting attitudes, you're short fused with your child, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like take a step back and do some self-reflection. It's never too late. But, well, I, I, I feel like it's never too late. I want to say wholeheartedly it's never too late because I, I, I would hope that any damage that has been made um, with parents and their children, even if it's something that goes into their adulthood, that, you know, they can have the opportunity to repair. <laughs> of course, it it's takes It's never two, too late until it is. Until it is. So, of course, it takes effort from both sides 
But yeah, if if it's sad what you know people put children through, um, the whole not having a voice thing that where she addressed, you know, that is horrible because mm-hmm. it's disrespectful. People don't think children deserve respect. They don't. They don't. But I think they do. I mean, because look, here's the, here's, the, here's the bottom line, right? You're a human, right? Mm-hmm. So are they, right? Right. They have feelings. Right. They have opinions. They have desires, needs, whatever. They have the same thing that we have as adults. The only difference is life experience, literally. Mm-hmm. Age. That's it. So, but th- but then we're but then we're taught you got to give respect to get respect. You know what I'm saying? Like you just have a true. common respect for people. <laughs> it's crazy. Just have a common, just a, a general respect for people as people, as people. human. Yeah. The same. It's easy for me to say this to black people or people who are at a disadvantage, right? We want equality as black people, right? We want to be treated fairly as black people. We want all of these things as black people. Yet children are treated the way they're treated. You don't think that children, we want to be respected because why? What's our what is our what is our reason? We're human. We're all human. How does that not how do children not fall into that? Right. It's yeah. <laughs> some, I mean, some, somebody that you chose to have. Yeah. But didn't even ask to be here. That saying children should be seen and not heard and trash i mean i'm gonna keep it real with you my kids they are they're shy Mm -hmm. but they do also you know they're gonna tell you what they feel Mm -hmm. but in a respectful way right them voicing their opinion or how they feel or no i don't want to those type of things Mm -hmm. get misinterpreted as disrespect because they're not just following along with what an adult says I don't raise them like that because I raise them to be leaders, not followers anyway, because that's what y'all raising your kids to be. Or doormats. Or doormats. Um, but yeah, my kids, they will tell you, like, if you say, I'm not saying that if they be somebody say, don't kick my wall, my child gonna be like, I don't want to stop. No, not like that. But it's, I don't want to hug you. I don't want to say I love you right now. I mean, those things, I don't want to come, I don't want to come here right now. Mm-hmm. If it's not, if it's not needed, if you just want them, I don't have a problem with my kids. They don't feel like it. They are allowed to have feelings and be in moods because I know I am. Yeah, when they right. don't want to be bothered, they can be, can't have emotions. They're supposed to suck it up. Yeah, that's not okay. And they're supposed to be over it when you're over it. Or when you tell them to be over it. Are you dismissing their feelings? I mm-hmm. think it's important that we as parents need to figure out why are you feeling that way? Right. And let's help you. Let's help you navigate those feelings. Yeah. And if I can't, then I'm going to get a professional to help us. There you go. Yeah. So in a nutshell, I think this generation, I think I follow this generation. So I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. But this day in time, mm-hmm. the black community is becoming more accepting of mental health. Mm-hmm. Agreed. They are becoming more open-minded. One, because we have more influence outside of just our immediate family mm-hmm. or people we're connected to in the community. Mm-hmm. But I know for me, from my standpoint, I'm going to encourage anyone out there. If you are, if you went through these things and you think differently, you know, from my standpoint, give a little grace because again, you can only do what you were told. You only right. do what you're taught. Right. You can't do what you don't know. But I feel and like it, now you should be no you should be doing much right. better. Well, I'm you should be trying to turn up right as a fast. Yeah. On their parents on their parents or yeah. grandparents. Yeah. It's a grace, man. That's all they knew. Right. But now I would say are good to have though. Now I would say when she touched about the whole pedophile thing and the whole oh, yeah, 
the whole, you know, that 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 I I do not understand why people will protect an adult and try to save face mm -hmm. or try to stay out of the drama or any kind of ramifications that will happen afterwards, any kind of, you know, yeah. for, and just let a child feel unprotected. That's the worst thing you can do to a child is make them feel unprotected. To make them feel unprotected. That is and that's that is sad that you know they're taught to turn the other cheek. And then sad. and then they, you know, the same thing happens to their children. And you know, again, the cycle starts mm -hmm. over again. Okay, in the cycle. It's sad. But in this day and time, that should not be a problem. Mm -mm. Air them out. We should not be having that problem anymore. Mm -mm. Period. But I will say, you know, some parents, even you know, back in the day, like people who I was again TikTok. There's some girl up there who was airing. I mean, as of now, oh, I saw her. Yes, she is airing her dad out, and her family is like, "Don't, don't, That's don't know. Why are you protecting him? Yeah. That is wrong." It speaks volumes about about the individual and how they really value life, their values, their morals. Yes. It speaks volumes about that because an innocent child was molested. Is not worthy enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just I can't get with it. That's why I said this day and time, there's no excuse. No excuse. There's no excuse for that. I mean I ain't saying it was back then, but again, like I said, mm -hmm. Lack of influence outside mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. your connection. Mm -hmm. This damn time, y'all know it's no wrong. Excuse. It's not. That's not. That's not normal behavior. No. If anyone tells you differently, they're lying. Period. No Period. Mm -hmm. They're lying. Sorry. It's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. Y'all, you might tell me. I'm telling it. If I know, the, you know, if I know who, I'm telling it. Right, because it's like again, it's just sad that like so many people thought these behaviors were normal. Like this is not how you love someone. This is not how you know you protect someone. This is not how you raise a child. It's just not like <laughs> it's it's just not. And then they grow up and into and become just just damaged, broken, or potentially. Repeating the cycle. Repeating the cycle because they're damaged and broken. Mm -hmm. And they that was done to them. So let me do it to other people. Mm -hmm. Kind of mindset mm -hmm. where they think it's normal or whatever. But it's it's like it's like it's like racism. They're taught their their children are taught mm -hmm. to be racist. Mm -hmm. And then we're upset. Because they're they're continuing their cycle, we have our own cycles going on over here too that we need to break. Address, yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. I would not. I'm sorry. Yeah, that. I remember asking my sons, "Have you ever?" They're like, "Oh, mom, I'm just saying, have you ever? Anyone ever touched you?" In a pro yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Girl, like, no, I'll be on it with my girls. I'll be ready. Well, they rarely go anywhere anyway, but still. I don't care how long ago it was. If they alive, yeah. square up. Yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah. But I was like, I, I mean, you have to ask. I'm sorry that, you know, that makes you feel uncomfortable, but I have to ask these things because, you know, I know that I, I try to create, um, a safe space for my sons to be able to talk to me about anything. And I think I did pretty decent in that area because they still do. They've shared, they've shared some stuff. You just be like, okay, this is what I created. So you just got to suck mm -hmm. it in and, you know, try to put on your, you know, because I wanted them not to feel judged, right? Mm -hmm. You know, no judgment zone. And I want you, if anyone's going to teach you anything, I want it to come from me because I'm the one that has your eye out of anybody in this world. I don't care. Anybody, everybody in this world, 
I always have their best interests at heart. Yeah. Over anybody that walks this earth. So period. That's it. And 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 I'm gonna stand beside it. Yeah. Um, so even if I don't have the answer, we gonna we gonna we're gonna find some resolutions to it. Mm-hmm. But I told him I was like, I have to ask these questions because you know, I don't I don't feel like those types of things you would come to me about. I was like, but I need so I need to know. And just like their initial reaction, like, oh, I will fight somebody. Okay. Long as you know, long as you long as you know that that is wrong, that is not normal, and that your mom will spend the rest of her life under the ground protecting you if I have to. Period. Yeah. So just know that. That's wrong. And yep. I just don't understand why. And I mean, uh, uh, unfortunately, it still goes on, you know, it's, you know, every day. Girl. And I just don't, I don't, I, it's sad. It's just sad. It's just so sad. It's so it's very sad. Yeah, I agree with a lot of the points that she made. I do agree. Like you said, those, mm-hmm. um, I don't hold judgment against, you know, the choices that they made in the back in the day, because like you said again, they only knew what they knew. But just now, like myself, and I get it. If people do, I understand. Yeah, someone you, you have to open your mind, literally right. open your mind. And I'm and I'm a product, and I'm a product of that, right? So that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like it's it's I don't hold judgment, but it's just like you still now, especially if you're living now, you know regardless how old you are you know because i'm what 42 years old so i lived i grew up in that in that you know era too so it was up to me as a person to make the decisions to not parent or teach my children certain things yeah that i saw whether my parents or my grandparents or other people's parents Mm -hmm. you know because i've seen other people's parents parent and certain do certain things and i'm just like i can remember even as a child like i never do that to my child yeah i never say that to my child i'll never you know so you know it's up to you to break the cycle yeah and it's just we never are, too late we are it and if you're a parent who your children are grown and you know that, you know, this is what you, you know, this is how you raise it. And you know that this is how your children feel because there are parents out there cannot see it on, see it on social media. The parents are in denial about it. Get snap out of it. Yes. Your child is telling you, regardless of what you feel, that this is how you made me feel when you did this to me or when you said that to me and if you just tell them to get over it that is that's sad yes they'll have to learn how to move on but you as the parent apologize Mm -hmm. just apologize because the child feelings are very valid very valid you're still you're still treating them like they're a little like it doesn't matter yep you're grown now get over it no Think about why you think that way. Right. And it's very okay, in my opinion, to say that wasn't my intention. So you're not dismissing the fact that you were doing what you thought was right or you were doing the best that you could. It's obvious that you're you're not dismissing that part. Nobody's asking you to. It's just acknowledge that I didn't intend to make you feel that way. Yeah. Just acknowledge, definitely acknowledge when someone comes to you yep. about when you're, especially your child, when they come to you and say, this is how I feel. Even if you feel like it was 50, 50 years ago, acknowledge that that's, that's the key word acknowledging yeah. because you're helping them heal faster yep. than, you know, if you dismiss them. Yeah. So exactly. don't, don't feel, don't become a victim. And act like they're attacking you. Yeah. Come on, somebody. That's exactly. Yeah. I I totally agree with that. Yeah. Totally agree. 
So the overall conclusion to this whole thing is have those conversations. Well, I encourage you to have those conversations with your parents now that you're an adult. Right. Um, maybe approach it asking them to have an open mind about the conversation that you're about to have with them. And although we did say, you know, parents don't be trying to play the victim, but do kind of try to be mindful of not being attacking as well, but just expressing how it made you feel, ask them to have an open mind and let them understand that you're not necessarily, like I said, attacking them, but it is a good conversation to have so that they can see the perspective. And these are your feelings. Your feelings are valid. So parents are not like, if you're going through things you know, that your childhood shaped you into the adult that you are. You are, And as much as we would like to say, I'm, you know, nothing like, I, you know, I'm not going to say nothing like I was, but you still hold on to things. Things still manifest in your everyday life in some, in some form that yeah. stems from your childhood, whether, you know, it was abuse or lack of anything saw as abuse yeah or you know feeling like you didn't have the connect whatever it was you know lack of a relationship whatever it was you have the right to address it um again just you know ask for that grace for them to at least listen to you and try to understand where you're coming from that's the other part, you know, sometimes they have such oh, that old school mindset that they won't budge. Uh-huh. Um, another another way to address it is write it, write it down, put it in a letter. That way is your thoughts are uninterrupted. Uh-huh. And then y'all can come back and have a conversation after yeah. the letter has been written or read. So, yeah. The truth is childhood trauma is mm-hmm. real, but mm-hmm. healing from that trauma does start within. Mm-hmm. And it's important. It does start with you. Mm-hmm. So we got, we got, we have got to do whatever it takes to heal because mm-hmm. it's real. But you got to have those conversations. Yep. So if you guys enjoyed, well, you know, <laughs> as much as you can enjoy <laughs> listening to this common type of conversation, but it's conversations that need to be had, right? Um, but if you would like to hear more, you know from us on these types of topics definitely like the video be sure to subscribe turn on those notifications so you'll know when we upload but just in case we do upload every wednesday at 10 a.m like clockwork um so yeah and as i always say tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and tell another friend (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna get out of here guys you have a blessed the rest of your day.